Welcome to My Little Pony Talk. It is Tuesday, October 27th. I'm your host, Pandora Rose, and this is my co-host. It's Summerblade. Woohoo! Yes, on time again. Yes! Oh my god! This I'm is actually going to into a habit. Yeah. Wow, if you make this into a habit, wow, I don't know. Our, our, our listeners just might, might go and they might go insane. Well, small price to pay, well, I suppose. Yes, but um, unfortunately, Nishi will not be joining us tonight. Uh, she does do the dragon boat races, and it is Tuesday, so unfortunately, she will not be joining us. But she will be with us in spirit. Uh-huh. So, how have you been? Oh, not too bad. Well, I've good. actually been on vacation all this week, so I've been sleeping Ooh. in and hanging out with the boyfriend and the birds. Well, I don't remember what sleep, what that is anymore. Sleep? <laughs> yes. I'm getting I reacquainted with it. I spent last week... So, I swear to God, Pony Dog is getting dumber every day. <laughs> What's he doing now? He stepped in his water bowl. Yes, oh, he has water. I'm trying to get, scoot him out the door, and he goes that way and puts his foot right in the bottom. puts it right in the water. No. <laughs> it, it is just as bad as him running up the stairs and hitting the one spot on the floor that has no carpeting on it, and he's at top speed and runs right into it. Oh, uh, so he slips. He slips, he slides. He's funny going up up the stairs, though. You know, when he, when he starts to go running up the stairs, and it's kind of like, he goes up, but yeah, he comes right back down. Oh, <laughs> poor puppy. It's, it's like a bad. It's it's like a very bad cartoon, and unfortunately, I'm down to like the last few pills of his glucosamine, which is supposed to be good for an older dog. Mm-hmm. And I get that at Walmart, and I won't be going back to Walmart until next weekend. And I know he really uh, needs it, but gonna have to go without his old puppy pills for a little while. Yeah, but of course I can't call him his old man pills. If I call him that, he won't take them. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're an old man. Come on, just just give it up. <laughs> but I well, actually, yeah, but I'm still acting like a puppy. Yes, stupid and idiotic. <laughs> Who needs a boyfriend? I have an idiotic puppy <laughs> <laughs> that takes the place of that. But um, last week, yeah, they finally came and did the roof. Oh, good. And every day it was getting up to make sure, A, the dog got out just to have enough time to be out. Uh, Mom was sick. We were supposed to have a puppy sitter. Puppy sitter backed out at the last minute. 
So luckily mom was able to take him for a walk Monday, Tuesday. But then Thursday I had to take him for a walk. Ah. Let's just say I've been hurting ever since. I can imagine so. But I do have some good news. Oh, what's that? Um, Some friends had, um, they got married about three years ago, and every year they do a vow renewal for their anniversary. Oh, yeah. So this year they did a little bit later. Um, The groom was nice enough to come pick me up and drive me home just to make sure I got there safely. And we made a stop, we made a pit stop at a crystal store. It's actually a crystal slash hair salon store. Uh, oh, okay. friend that I, I met through them. So I got to spend some time there and ended up with crystals yelling out to me, buy me, get me, come buy me. Well, but luckily I got... Oh yes, and so I I got the I got the friends and family discount. Oh, cool! Which was nice, which I was not expecting, but but it was uh, that 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 made my week because it was a very tough week. <laughs> if you have ever had your roof done, you will know what I mean. Next step well, is the and, oh, Goodness. It never ends, <laughs> huh? No. Hopefully it ends tomorrow. Because, yeah, it's been well, nonstop. Well, at least at least that's done and over with. Yes. But um, are you telling Samantha we have a show on tonight, or am I telling Samantha? Because she keeps uh, seeming to remember. <laughs> She keeps seeming to forget. I think you might have to tell her because my internet's not working well. Okay. It's going to take a few minutes before it gets its act together. Well, here it goes. Yeah, because normally by eight, 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 eight minutes in, she's here. Yeah. Oh, and she's no, gonna my have computer to, she, just decides to be weird. She is going to have to ignore the fact that half the words were in capital letters. <laughs> just tell her you were speaking in your royal canterlot voice. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was working before this because I have a second job mm-hmm. on top of the original job. And she gave me finally gave me a new client to work with, so makes things a little more complicated. Well, yeah, I mean, anytime you have something new thrown into the mix. Oh yes, but um, enough about that. On to our guest of the evening. Yes, folks, it is Halloween week. We are Yay, in... Halloween. <laughs> I love Halloween. I just haven't decorated the last few years. I have not I've not had the inclination to do it unfortunately. 
And I don't know if I'm going to do it this year either. <laughs> no screaming pony bird. <laughs> but, um, yes, tonight we do have a ghoulishly great person on tonight. And I do mean ghoulish, as it is, of course, Miss Car Red Roses, who is famous for her Day of the Dead pony customizing. And, Are you there? Oh, wait. Oh. oh, wait. Something just fell off the shelf. What fell off the shelf? Uh-oh, it's a teapot. Uh-oh. I think we'll there's the a message. Rub the teapot and see if anybody comes out. Let's see. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. It's a note. What's it's the note, note say? From, let's see. Let me go ahead and open up the note. Oh, it is from the Pony Genie. And it says, Ooh. Please check the rainbow room, for I think someone is in there. Hmm. Ooh. Well, let's go see. Who's in our rainbow room? Well, hi there. What took you so long? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hi, Panda. Hi, Summer Blade. <laughs> Pony Joy to you. Why, you yes, well, it is. ma'am. It it's is been Car a while. Red Roses. Yes, it, it has been, been so long, you forgot how to say my name right. <laughs> I'm going to let you think I'm about sorry. that for a second. And I'm just going to ignore you. I'm going to push you out of the way, and I'll talk to Summer okay. Blade. Hi. <laughs> okay. Hi. It's Care Red Roses. Sorry, I keep there thinking it is. car. Like a car Hello. you drive. That's okay. I, I get that a lot. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, thank you for that ghoulish uh, introduction. That was uh, frightening. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> the, the tape me in the head. I mean, I, I now have a bruise on top of my head. Like like in the Looney Tunes, you grow like a bump on your head. Like really. Yes, I have grown oh. a bump. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll just push that back down. Let me get my hammer and we'll knock it back down. <laughs> You'll feel all better. Little birds <laughs> well, flying around your head right this? now. How about this? How about this? You, would you like the frying pan? Well, it sounds like you guys are getting ready for that's it. There you go. <laughs> sounds like you guys are getting ready Ow. for Halloween. We've been ready for <laughs> Halloween here for a while. Every day in the house is like Halloween. We we, well, we put I, the Halloween decorations away for December and then they come right back out again January first. Uh, awesome. Nice. <laughs> oh, I used to decorate, but it's just you know. We've actually have had someone attempt to steal our decorations. Really? Because I'll 
I'll go ahead and customize a few of them. I've actually, on a few, I've actually glued, now these are fake headstones, and I glued, like, you know, those little, like, fake gems into, like, the eyeballs of the skulls. Fancy And we actually caught someone trying to steal it. Oh, wow. Well, hey, that's a Mm. risky take when you put fun stuff outside. It's a yeah. shame. Some people they just don't uh, they don't subscribe to the spirit of the holiday, and they got to be vandals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That brings it down but, for everybody. For for the most part, I, though, people are pretty good with it. Well, that's good. But but see, when, once we move in with my uncle, it'll be much easier because I will have an, a huge front yard to turn into the cemetery. <laughs> From heck. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're gonna have nice, quiet neighbors, aren't you? Yes, it is a very nice neighborhood. So I will be able to customize stuff, put it out, and I know it'll be there tomorrow. Great. <laughs> oh, how long is that? When does that happen? Um, hopefully in about a year or two. There's something in the background there. It sounds like laser beams. Like pew pew. Is that your bird? <laughs> Yes, I'm sorry. That's Pony Bird. Oh, I have two have of them now. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I like birds. I kind of thought that sounded like a little birdie. Yeah. Hi, birdie. I, well, I, I have two I have African Greys now. You have an African yeah. Grey too? No way. Yes, okay. I have this two. is going to be a new show. This is the bird <laughs> segment of the show, guys. we got to talk birds for a second. But we, yeah, but we, I've we got have... one of each flavor. I will Cinnamon and Congo. With you after the show. Okay, cool. <laughs> love my love my African gray. Have you ever done a custom pony of an African gray parrot? No, but I want to, and I've seen a couple that some people have done, and they're awesome. Cuddly Heart Parrot made the best ones. But yeah, I really, really, really want to make one, probably out of a G3 Pegasus. Ooh. Yeah, yes. I've never seen one done as a Pegasus before. Mm. That would be great. Oh, nice. Yeah, if you look up Cuddly Heart's um, parrot custom, there's one or two that she did for me, one of them being an African Grey. The other one is a Conure. Oh, cool. I love parrots. Yeah, I've never done a parrot custom, but I buy parrot customs. Um, who's the girl that made the really complicated customs? Um Oh, her name is on the tip of my tongue. What is it? She she, she uses inks to paint on. She, her line work is really fine on her symbol details. Do you know the one I mean? Uh, I know who you eBay, mean. They go for, yeah, they, they always go for like hundreds of dollars. Well, anyway, her, she did a um, mimic as, as like a Mexican Day of the Dead style. This was a couple of years ago. I snapped it right up. I bought it before anybody else could get a chance to look at it. I said, no, uh-huh. fine. <laughs> Bought, stashed. I had. I think I saw that one a couple years ago. Yeah, she was like, well, after me, she was like the first person to attempt to do that style on on a custom, and I just loved it because it was her technique. She really got into it. She put a lot of detail into the skull uh, squigglies and all that. Ooh, cool. It's like one of my favorite ponies of all time, you know, because parrots. Hello. Oh yeah. Because parrots, not because rare. See, there's a big difference. A lot of people want mimic because she's hard to find. 
Um, I liked her because Parrot. I wish she was as common as Sundance, you know, but everybody, mimic for everybody. So I don't get off at all on having, like, a rare, you know, Parrot pony. I kind of wish she was common so that I could have one in nice condition and not have to pay 100 bucks for it. Well, yeah. unfortunately. Am I right or am I um, right? You're right. I mean, you're right. unfortunately, <laughs> we've been having people selling very common G1s as rare. I actually had to post up on the arena because I had a, cl- I have a very close friend who bought um, Rain Curl. And the last time I looked, Rain Curl was not ultra rare. Rain Curl being one of the Rainbow Curl ponies. She is the pink yeah. one, am I right? Yeah, she's the most yeah. common one because pink. And little girls like pink. Right? Exactly. Thanks, Hasbro. We'll make twice as many pink ones. (laughs) But she ended up paying $28 for her. Seriously? And the person, and the, and the person, and she bought it from a toy store. They put, they said she was ultra rare, and it's like, because she asked me whether or not I knew anything about it, and it's like, God, I hate to tell her this, but she is not rare at all. <laughs> and I've been well, her for a long time now. Maybe, maybe they are all getting rare. Maybe the customizers have eaten up all the good ones. Maybe there's more maybe. collectors than there ever were. Maybe her ponies are decomposing and turning into puddles of plastic, mm, plastic or goo. <laughs> but um. <laughs> I told her, you need to watch out because, I mean, these people will tell you these things, especially since, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it like this, since the Brony, um, the Brony outcome, the outcoming, um, sellers have been thinking, hey, I can, I'm going to say it this way, I can screw some people out of money by telling them that they are getting an ultra rare pony and it's the most common pony in the world. Well, yeah, because I've seen that on eBay with listings of Peachy. They're like, you know, 1980s pony, ultra rare. And I kind of laugh and I go, that's Peachy. Have yeah. like yeah. five I've, in a bait I've box at one too. time. And, and I've kind of always seen that even, you know, when I started collecting in the late 90s, I saw people putting yeah. rare look in the title. It It doesn't drive you to no. look it up to see if it's rare or not. So you might you it might catch your eye, but really you're gonna be searching for that pony you want anyway, whether it says rare yeah. or not. It's not going to make the difference whether you buy or not. Right. Um but if I'm I mean, searching I for high end ponies, I'll search by price or I'll search for a certain country. Right. I don't think it has to do with brownies and I don't think they're targeting brownies with that. They're targeting suckers. Exactly. But it's, I mean, it's it, it it has been since, you know, people have been going a little crazy with the oncome of the show that, you know, this, this has happened. I, 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 I tell her that, you know, I did tell her what the normal price is ranging for her in the condition she is because, granted, she has no hair fuzz because I can see that from the photograph, but she does not have her original curls. 
Nah, they never do because people want to comb them and comb them and then they get frizzed out and they wash them and then that makes it tangle and then they don't comb out the tangles and that makes mats. And then next thing you know, you got a rainbow mess. Mm -hmm. Um, But the fun thing is separating those colors. I I have a brony friend who's actually really good at separating the colors. He, like, puts the colors back neatly, you know, like, real orderly way. Yeah, he's got the patience of the oh, saint wow. with it. I, I don't touch hair. As, if you know anything about <laughs> my work, you know I very rarely work with the, the silky hair. It's, yeah. it's irritating to me. Um, well, but I, I, fixing I, those original curls, aside from comb it out and boil perm, um, yeah. and never try to pass it off as, you know, always put recurl in your auction title. Uh, or in your description, rather. Well, see, uh, she had bought it. She had bought it in a store. She had bought it in a toy store. Secondhand, okay. And no, not even a yeah, basically kind of like a secondhand toy store. So that's where I mean. So she said, "I'm never going to buy ponies there ever again." And I just told her, "No, you just need to be educated." And she goes, "Can you help me with that?" And it's like, "Yeah, sure. I've got a few books. I mean, the prices in them are outdated." But, you know, it can give you a general idea of, you know, what would be considered what range rare. you should be looking for. Right, what what is considered rare versus something that's common. I mean, uh, the lower the price in the book, it's kind of like that was the more common ponies that had those lower prices. It comes down to it being worth what you're willing to pay for it. Is that pony worth it's, that $25 to you? In that case, fine. You, that pony's worth 25 bucks. If the most you're willing yeah. to pay is 10 I guess she's worth 10 Other people might argue she's worth more. Uh, I would put rain curl at maybe, what, about 12 bucks. That's what I would pay for yeah. average condition G1 with average playwear. Mint, yeah. um, you know, dead mint, like 20 should be worth to me. And it's just not even really on my want list, <laughs> but, you know, I would I but guess the funniest I would kick thing, her off my shelf. Yeah, there you go. But the, thing, the funniest thing <laughs> is I actually have a, a pony date with her and one of her friends to educate them. <laughs> oh, pony collector's class. I, I'm laughing yeah. that you said pony date. You're, you have a pony date. Yes, I have a pony date with the both of them uh, set up to go ahead and kind of just, you know, just give them like a brief, like, overview, you know, show them Summer's books because, you know, her books are great. Especially the uh, Summer Hayes books, yes. The Summer Hayes books are wonderful. I have all of them. Summer is a wonderful, wonderful lady, and I love, 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 love her books. When's the next one coming out? I don't know. I don't have all of them because I haven't really been collecting G, G4s. I have a very small selection of them, and they're all packed away, so I couldn't even tell you what I had anyway. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they're, they're my go-to guide. It's nice to just yeah. have them up on the shelf where I can get at them easy. If I'm like searching something and I need a reference, say when I write about MLP, I sometimes need to look yeah. up certain, like, who was in what set, what year did this come out. I don't always yeah. have my, like, iPad ready. So summer books are where I turn. Oh, yes, 1986. Yeah. Sure. It was a very good year. <laughs> so, 
that's actually going to be actually I have that planned out. That's scheduled for like in two weeks. It's scheduled like for seven p.m. <laughs> it's like wow, we are really getting serious here. <laughs> Pony business is very a serious business sometimes. Yeah, yeah, this is true. You know, I I shouldn't laugh about that. But we'll, what will be funny is th- three grown women in the middle of a, a family restaurant discussing ponies. That sounds like fun. Why couldn't I be in Chicago for that? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like restaurants. I like ponies. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like they were like, well, where do you want to go for it? And it's like, you know, let's not go to a chain restaurant because, you know, those places are always packed, especially on Saturday nights. Um, whereas family restaurants aren't really as packed most of the time. So you can actually have a conversation with the people across from you instead you of attempting to stream it. You should record this and use it for a very special episode of My Little Pony Talk. <laughs> Maybe I'll try and figure out how to do that. But um, back to the back to the topic at hand. This back is what we do. At hand. We 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 get off topic every single episode. But first, we have to say hi to Samantha, who is in the chat room, who has been very patiently waiting for our hello. Hi, Samantha. She may actually be away from her. Okay. Computer well, we right said now. hello. <laughs> oh, I picture we, Samantha sitting in the chat room with cobwebs all over her. They forgot about me. <laughs> but, it. yes. We didn't As forget you, Samantha. No, we never do. We just get distracted. Samantha is best chat pony. And we and we all know that I am like the biggest you know I cannot have anything shiny within like the vicinity of me during the show because I will go off looking and staring at it. People <laughs> distracted. <laughs> the amount of meds I'm on, yes, I am very easily distracted. <laughs> yeah, you kind of got to pull her away from the Vicodin squirrels. It's Amy, over here, over here, sweetheart. We're talking about ponies now. Here, look, shiny thing, here. <laughs> that, that's what Just mom kind of dangle a moon dancer in front of her. That's actually what mom does during dinner. Whenever we go out, I'll, I'll start staring at something, and she'll be like, hey, right here. <laughs> start snapping her fingers. And like, oh, squirrel. I, I blame it on squirrels. <laughs> well, at least you eventually get back to where you need to go. Yes. But yes, back to the topic at hand. Yeah, I mean, it it just felt right to have you on this week, despite the fact that yes, the Day of the Dead is after Halloween. We could have had you on next week. Well, thank you for having me. It was so nice of you to think of me, you know, in terms of uh, 
ghoulish Halloween ponies. I, I'm, yeah. I'm so happy that I left my mark that people remember. <laughs> I haven't been uh, on the boards for a number of years now due to, you know, life just throwing me in other directions. I'm still very much involved in ponies. I'm doing tons oh. of pony things. I do ponies every day. Um, but, yeah, no, I haven't been as active as, as I used to be. My customs are still well known. My, my traffic on my website has been pretty steady, and my YouTube videos, my customs, people look at those. And uh, I'm known around certain circles if you wanted uh, certain things done. I'm well, very cool. I'm go-to girl for certain silly items like smarty pants. <laughs> Okay. Well, it is Halloween time, and Blog Talk has gotten its ghosts. It's already started. (laughs) Where's the sound effects? We need some moans and rattling chains and stuff like that. Well, you never found me any of those. The only creepy thing we have is, you know, this. No, the thing is that stupid cicada. Come and grab the frying pan. Get it, get it, get it. Somebody, somebody, this is get the sound it. Under the host getting attacked. By I got blood. it. Ow! There you go. I, I, I think we killed it this time. It'll come back. It always does. Yeah, it does. I've even oh, called the Orkin no. man, and he still comes back. <laughs> I mean, when you call the Orkin man, and 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 it comes back. I mean, that's that is one seriously. I think someone gave that 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 cicada steroids. <laughs> Are you guys doing any swaps for Halloween? Oh, uh, not this year. How about the Halloween photo hunt? I think they do that every year on the TP. No, I'm, I haven't been on either of the boards in a while. Oh, I don't feel so bad now. Okay, yeah. that's great. <laughs> and I haven't really, I haven't really been. Um, and unfortunately, I know I did not um, post up about the interview this week, mostly because we are having an issue with Heracat on the arena. I posted up about. Um, Last week we had um, Elf Pony on, and I posted up about her her interview, of course, in Pony Corral, because, you know, that gets the most traffic. She she pushed it over to Customs. To Customs? That's interesting. But you've you've always put your posts for the show every week for the past six years in Corral. Why would they move it to Customs? Oh, well, because, because it, it mentioned a customizer? Oh, uh, yeah. probably, well, could the, was it a cross post or just a straight move? It was a straight move. No, that was probably a mistake anyway. They probably just saw, no. oh, it's a customizer interview, let's move it to customs. Oh, no. Oh, sure no, you, she does you email them and time. say, hey, you know, this is a show we've been posting in general for six oh, years. No. Maybe oh, they no. were just taking got... over for somebody. Oh, no, I got the, well, I told you before. It's like, you know... But it's not a customizing show. It's a general pony conversation show. 
Exactly. It's outline what you talk about on the show to them, and I'm sure that they'll review it and they'll see it your nope. way. Sometimes you got to jump through a hoop or two, but you'll get you'll get. Always, I find that the arena mods can be understanding when you just give them the facts. Um, nope. Because I tried doing that. I tried doing a post to try and get uh, customizers to come on to the show. It got moved customs. And it's like I told her, we're not trying to find a custom. We're not trying to buy a custom. We are trying to find customizers to be on the show. Nobody well, is going to read it here. That does sound like it should go in customs because that's where the customizers go. If you're actually casting for the show, looking for a customizer, that's the board that you would put it in. But unfortunately... I'm a moderator myself, that's where I would do it. We got nothing. When it would stay in the pony corral... We at least got at least two or three hit to be on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, one good thing about being in customs and not in corral is the corral has so high traffic. You drop to page two in an hour or two, whereas in corral you might stay on page one for a day or more. Actually, mm-hmm. we always have people posting in uh, on the corral, going, "Oh, cool! I can't wait to be to listen to sh- and listen to that show to hear, you know, this person or that person." We always have people bumping it up. And now you're going to have your best rated show for the next six months because you've got me (laughs) on the show. Wonderful. Yes. You're going to get fan mail. More Care Red Roses, please. We love Care. We love Care. Care is great. Care makes monsters. Care scares my children. My children love Care. (laughs) <laughs> so that's true. At the Maryland meet one year, I was there, and I had all my monsters, and these two kids just came up, and they were playing with all my monsters, and their mom came over, and she was horrified, and the kids were just picking up creature after creature and showing them to mom, oh, no, no. going, this is great, and this one's got an eyeball hanging out, and look at it, oh, no, and this no. one has, like, scary teeth, and this one looks oh. like the devil. <laughs> no, 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 no. The best her mom ended one. up buying two customs from me. Um, and and the uh, best then her little one. girl dressed as those customs for Halloween the next year. Oh, that's that awesome. Was sweet. That was that was no. such an honor to have people dress as my artwork. <laughs> I have I have an even better one, okay? Yeah. Rhode I not Rhode Island, um Louisville, Kentucky. 2010's fair. Yes. Yeah, I remember. I was there. When I hunted down (laughs) a baby pony. Yeah. Just to have her decapitated. Right, right. You brought that to me, and you had this big grin on your face. Like, okay, Karen, here, I, I brought you something. And then you just looked at me, like, very expectantly, like you wanted me to do something. I, and oh, the look on your face. Oh, that evil grin. Yeah, I knew what you wanted. Oh, the funniest part was when you were when you were taking the head off, I think she said, I love you. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God, yeah, you're right. I was sawing the head off Pony, and it was one of the talking ones. And I hit the button as I'm cutting his head off, and it says, I love you. 
Did you feel a little guilty? <laughs> no, I laughed. I'm laughing right now remembering that. Oh, man, that was great. Then, I forgot about that. And Barb Dragon was there, and she saw it, and she started laughing. There was a little bit of a crowd there watching that go down. But, oh, um, yeah, and then, yeah, I, then I, you I were remember so stuffing the body in the garbage can really deep because they didn't want, like, you know, somebody to find it on top and go, eek, you know, there's a serial killer <laughs> loose at the fair, guys. No, no, no. You did yeah, no, I, You I did stuff the body just far down. I put my whole arm down into the trash to, to, to make sure that no one saw the headless body. Well, look, oh. they take up a lot of space in my suitcase. And when I'm going headhunting, you know, I just need to take the heads home. I don't need the bodies, the big squishy plush bodies to take up way too much room. Well, I'm no, see, no, you're probably the problem was there were kids near the um near the trash can, and it was like Mission Impossible to get you over to the trash can to throw out the body. Uh. <laughs> It was like a mob, it was like, you know, a mob mentality of, you know, trying to hide the body from, you know, from the police. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, there were children around all the time, and the reactions were somewhere between curiosity and just straight-out hilarity. They were laughing about it. I think I was living out their, their dream so soft babies, really? Really, Hasbro? Was that a good idea? That's not what we want. We want little cute ponies. We want baby Applejack G1 released in the United States. We want beautiful blue Argentina baby Sparkler released in the United States. We do not want gargantuan hippo-sized G3 talking, (laughs) sucky noise-making baby ponies with eyes that wiggle back and forth. No, thank you. You can, No, just no. We don't want that. So what did I do? I saw a need for some modifications, and I modified them. That's all. It's what yes. any practical person would do. Turn them into zombie heads and shrunken heads. And you know what? We made a lot of people happy. One girl bought yeah. the one to hang in her car. Uh, she drives a 1968 Cadillac Hearst is her car. And she hung my shrunken head from her rearview mirror. It's the perfect ornament for tooling around in her vintage hearse. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got custom shrunken pony heads on like three continents. I'm pretty proud of that fact. They get around. Sweet. Uh, yeah. And I get demands every year. And I say demands because, well, a request is, could you please uh, maybe make more shrunken heads? The demand letter is like. You're coming to the fair. You better bring shrunken heads. I will bring them. Yeah, I didn't know exactly like what, that. That's exactly what I was expecting when 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 in, when the fair came <laughs> to Chicago. Really? I, I didn't have shrunken heads yet. Yeah, it was disappointment. Ombi Shadow came along to my table, and she's like, "So where are the heads, Kara? I wanted that basket of heads to pick through." Like, she's talking about apples, you know, in a basket at the produce section of the supermarket. Where's the, I want that barrel of heads. So next year, I will be at the fair, wherever it is, and I will have a basket of heads for everybody to root. And hopefully, I will be there, too. We'll all be there. You'll be there, and Summer will be there, and Summer Blade will be there, and 
they'll all be there. We'll have a good time. Hopefully it'll be close enough that I can make it. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? There were only two that I ever missed, and I missed uh, San Francisco because it's too far, and Orlando because it's too hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I want to go back to Orlando. I went to Orlando in June, and that was hot. I can imagine what July would be like. I was Ooh, there actually as, as hot April. or swampier. No, thank you. Yeah, I guess just have have the entire fair in the pool, and I could just be in the pool the whole time with your floating tables. My table there you go. Raft. I don't know what we'd use for money, though. Hmm. Well, everything would just have to float. Yes. Sea ponies would be very much in demand. <laughs> yes. We could all sing Shooby-Doo and Shoo-be-doo. all kinds of fun stuff. It would be the sea pony fair, yes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Come on. Oh, what? Are you waiting for something? Oh, there we go. Some of my uh, brony friends were disappointed that the sea ponies only appeared in that one small portion of that movie. They thought that sea ponies had a much larger role in, like, the uh, My Little Pony world. I said, no, pretty much that's it. They did the song and they saved the day. And Well, that's it. They didn't get much attention after that. There were two or three toy lines featuring them. And then they were like, but why? They're such great characters. Why not do more with it? So everybody's looking forward to the cartoon at the end of this season five. I guess it's going to debut sometime in 2016. They'll finally finish the season of Friendship is Magic. There's supposed to be one episode called Now You See Them, and C is spelled S-E-A. So everyone's speculating that it's going to be a Sea Ponies episode. Everybody knows shooby-doo, shooby-doo. So everyone's really excited. Sea Ponies are coming back. What are they going to look like? Oh, are they going to have tails like seahorses? Are they going to have tails like whales? Are they going to be like, you know, some kind of hybrid creature? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Are they going going to sing? Are they going to do that song? Well, I'm looking to finding out, along with everybody else. We'll just have to wait and see. S-E-A. Ha, ha. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... One of the things I was actually hoping you would have this year was your um, your plush day of the dead ponies. Yes. Well, I did. I sewed a lot of stuffies, and I made them and made them and made them for a while. And, you know, one thing that contributed to my slowing down with the sewing was um, I needed to get glasses. And I just learned this a couple of months ago. I, when I was driving, I went to uh, Equestria L.A., and I realized I couldn't see the road signs anymore driving around in needed glasses. And that contributed to me doing less reading, less sewing, less crafting. Um, I've since gotten glasses, and I see really sharp. So I will be doing more sewing. You can look and see more stuff for me that's soft and plushy and fuzzy and cute. Next fair, mm-hmm. I will be there. 
Awesome. I also Hopefully, run my own show in New York, but I don't think I'm going to be vending at that. I do hope to be um, traveling more next year if, you know, health prevails and physical therapy continues to do well. Good. Well, definitely. Try to come out this way if you can. Come to New York. And then you if can I just can go a little it. further south and and see me. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, where are you I'm at? just in are Maryland. You in Texas? Oh, Maryland? No, I, that, that's a lot closer I'm Maryland. Than Texas. You're yeah. in Maryland. Okay. I can get to Maryland. Heck, I can, well, yeah, I know. I, can, I, I saw you at I the first Maryland, Maryland pony meet I went to. Which one was that? <laughs> Which year was it? Do you, do you remember um, what year we were both there at? I think it was, what was the first year we went to the Maryland pony meet? It was like two, three years ago? Okay, three years ago. Okay. All right, and we had the scooter yep. races out on the back porch. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Okay, got it. And I remember I saw remember. your table. You had your your pony persona on a banner on your tablecloth, and she had a little African gray sitting on top of her. And I said, oh, you have a gray? And you went, yeah. yeah. And I said, I have a gray. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you're that person. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I'm, okay. I'm that person. Met before. Oh, I'm yes. so sorry. I didn't remember. Gosh, it's been That's so okay. I figured long. long. I know. I knew you'd remember if I told that story. I do remember. But yes, I have I two now. The ponies I brought, and I oh. So what are they? A girl and a boy? No, both boys. They're friends. Yeah, they don't fight, right? They make uh, a lot of the noise. Older, they make noise. the The older one's a little jealous, so I have to keep him away from the younger one, but. They get along for the most part, as long as they have their own separate space. Okay. Yeah, birds are territorial. They're going to do that. That happens. Same thing with other animals. The birds are bad like that. Boy birds especially, Mm. very territorial. I have a boy African gray, too. Now and then he decides he's going to try to take over a portion of the house, and we have to uh, talk him out of it. (laughs) Tell him his, his space. You know Boy. where I let him go? I, I let him hang out underneath the clawfoot tub. We have one of those giant bathtubs with the feet. And he likes to go under there and hang out. It's like a little <laughs> ivy hole. He loves yeah. to hang out. I keep mine under the couches. Because the shower makes noise on the steel tub, cast iron tub. So he likes the sound of that. He whistles along when we're in the shower. <laughs> Oh, birds are cute. Wow. Birds are cute. I have actually used my bird's feathers in my customs uh, when I made Jardinaire, which was a marble um, planter pony. Um, one mm-hmm. of the custom poses I enjoy using are secret surprise ponies. When they lose their lids, they become beautiful planters. Um, so mm. to do the marble effect, uh, you do layers of paint. And to finish it off, to put the veins in the marble, the thing that works really good is using a bird feather. Dip it in some very watery paint, the color you want to be the veins, and then sort of twirl the finger, uh, twirl it in your fingers, and the plume will make perfect little veins when it touches against the custom. Random, thin, then thick, natural-looking marble veins. There's a secret. Cool. Mm Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, here I've gathered on enough about birds. Maybe you want to talk about art. 
Well, technically, well, you, you just did. You know, I you, did. You, right. See, you I'm were so glad. Topic. <laughs> and you gave That's away right. a well, trade secret. Trade secrets. Hooray! Well, you know, it's it's integral to the work of an artist is to share. You know, it, 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 yeah. holding all that knowledge in isn't so great. You, you no, really no. Use your art to inspire people. So early on, since I began customizing, and I'd, I've always been having a paint table and showing other people how I do the things I do because they're curious. People are creative. They want to learn. They want to try it themselves. They don't know how to begin oftentimes. They'll go and they'll buy all these materials and say, well, what do I do now? I have paint. I have brushes. I have ponies. I have glue. I have soap. What else do I need to do? Put it all together. Make pony happen and the magic. The magic is sitting down and actually talking to people and saying, here's how you do this. Somebody did that for me once. Customizing was this magic. I couldn't figure out how people did. How did you make this pony? Um, First conventions I went to where I brought G4 customs. You know, I did characters on the show. I did Soren the Wonderbolt. I did Granny Smith and Doctor Who. People saw that and they were blown away. They, the, the new fans had never seen customs before. They said, how do you do that? I want it. Oh. And I said, well, I'll show you how to do it. I brought my paint with me and I said, here's how you take the head off a of G4. Here's how you scrape the hair out. you got to heat it up. you got to cut it short so it comes out easy. Take off all oh, yeah, the there was, There's a whole process, there was, you know? Oh, yeah, this year I, um, I was actually hanging out with a group. Um, we had actually gotten in trouble with um, hotel security, and we were forced to go down to the lobby of the hotel if we wanted to hang out outside of a room. Hmm. And there was one person who was sitting down there working on a custom that they sold the next day. Oh, that's terrific. Of, I love watching of, people work all, live. That's amazing. All, out of all the customs she brought with her, the one she made the day before <laughs> while at the fair was the one that sold. Well, yeah, because it was fresh. <laughs> Very fresh, and people were engaged with it. They They watched that pony be born. And that's very magical well, to watch was... custom be created. You do want to buy that pony. You saw that pony transform in front of your eyes. Yeah. And she never did say whether or not it was someone within the group that bought it. Because it was a very small group of us that got in trouble. <laughs> you dang pony people and your raucous parties. <laughs> oh, we can be raucous. We really can. We don't mean to be trouble, but I mean, you get us together. We don't see each other all year, and then you put us in a hotel together for a weekend, and it's dip, 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 pony, 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 and you pony, put pony, us, pony. and you put us all on different floors. You know, I mean, seriously, they should have just put everyone on the same floor, and just said, "This is the <laughs> pony floor," because then what would have happened was, wait. I smell ponies. I hear trading. Doors would have been swinging open <laughs> as people would have been going, please come in and take a look at what I have. 
<laughs> yeah, the room parties and trading parties is, is another element to the fair that just makes it a 24-hour business. Yes. It becomes an affair. <laughs> you remember, you're going from the fair to the room parties to the overnight thing to the pre-trading show. Yes. It, it, it's, it's first and foremost a big vendor hall. And programming yes. is second. It's about the ponies first. It's the My Little Pony Fair. It's not the fan event fair. It's the ponies. It's all about the ponies, which is why yeah. you know it, it's done so well for all these years because the the, the toys still popular. Customizing is a oh, yes. part of it, but there's people that make them, people that order them, people that collect them, people that don't collect them. The ones keeping customizing happening is the artists themselves. I think a lot of customizers, and I speak for more than myself here, I don't speak for all customizers, but I speak for a good chunk of us, we would customize whether there were customers or not. We would be making these ponies for ourselves and for our friends and for holidays and for decorations and just because it's something we enjoy doing. We like to make ponies. Um, well, that's the essence of any art. You don't do it because it's going to sell. You do it because you're an artist. Because yeah, it's what yeah, you yeah. want to do. It's the only Go time ahead. Pony became a commercial venture for customizing for me was right after Friendship is Magic. And that first show I went to, it was the first 2011. Um, seeing how popular the customs were there, and people just begging me for commissions. Please make me one. I want a Dr. Hooves, too. Well, Dr. <laughs> Hooves is an easy changeover. Think about it. He's just one color and a very simple yeah. symbol. It's easy. And they're offering me money, like I've never seen numbers like it before, to do this. Um, I was happy to do it for a very reasonable rate. And you can check my website, fairredroses.webs.com, and you can see that my custom rates are still extremely cheap compared to, you know, what it goes for on eBay mostly. And that's because I'm doing it as a service. I like to make people happy, and I'm not going to overcharge for my work. A simple conversion like a Dr. Hoops, that's easy. The thing that I went crazy on was Luna. I got so many requests for Luna, taking the pink Lestia from the five-pack you know, hard plastic set that came out in 2010 mm-hmm. and converting that into uh, season one Princess Luna. I, I got so tired of doing it, I raised the price to $75 and then I still <laughs> couldn't keep them in stock. I was just painting oh, Luna around the block, lining them up six at a time. I was buying up five packs everywhere I could find them. They were still in stores. I was going on eBay. I was looking for loose ones and you know, trading on the arena and the TP to get more and more and more and more. And I had this endless waiting list for Luna, Luna, Luna. I eventually stopped taking orders for her, and I had raised the price to $125 just so that I wouldn't get any more requests. And they were still Are coming. You... <laughs> I, just, I just hate Luna in my sleep. <laughs> you can... Oh, you you could probably raise it to a thousand dollars, and you will probably still get requests. She is best princess. I got to say, you know, I love Luna. She's wonderful. She's the princess of Nightmare Night. How can you not love her? I have a Nightmare Moon necklace on right now. Actually, I have one of the Interplay dog tags around my neck. I always wear it around Halloween because well, Luna's very very special to me. 
she did make me thousands of dollars. She paid my rent for a few months. But other there you than go. that, that see the friendship is magic stuff was different. That was what actually got me out of my shell. Before before that, when I just did G ones and G twos and G threes, I couldn't sell my customs. They they were precious to me. They were like my children. Would you sell one of your children? Yep. I mean, I guess if she really pissed you off, you would, but, you know, you'd try oh, not yeah. to. <laughs> okay. Well, you know. And I would I would give maybe. them gifts, or I'd make them for friends, or I'd do them for swaps uh, or surprises or awards. I, I, I customized awards for the trading post one year. We had an Easter bonnet competition, photo contest, um, and we made, like, little Oscar-type statuettes using, you know, original Aww. pose. Yeah, stuff like that. I was always happy to give. Uh, it was, it was. was yeah, because even call it philanthropic for me to do even, that. It was never a lucrative venture. Yeah, even when um, the few times before that I I stuck with you at the fair because I I do believe we did meet at in two at the two thousand nine fair. I think we did meet. Did we or did we not? Or was that 2009 fair was what city? I can't remember. Was that? that it was, wasn't Louisville. It was. No, that was um, Vegas. That was my no, very first fair. Okay, uh, there were three I didn't go to then. Vegas is the one I didn't go to. That wasn't one of summer okay, so, fairs though, right? That was one of Jen's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it was like at the Flamingo or something. Yeah. No, Vegas. No, was it was at the Orleans. I didn't. Ah, it was okay. at the Orleans. I didn't go <laughs> yeah, just the whole Vegas I, oh. thing kind of turned me off. It was great for people that you know wanted Vegas. I didn't want Vegas. I live well, in actually, Mom, city too. Oh, you know the funniest thing is, I dragged Mom. That was the very first time my mother and I ever took a trip like that. Nice. Okay, it's the very well, first time we ever flew flew on an airplane, and nice. I I pulled, I dragged her to the the first day. Simply to show her that no, I am not insane. There are other people like me. Yeah, she walked the into the thing, room, Mom. looked around, <laughs> and said, "Okay, I understand this now." Yay! I'll be at the penny slots. <laughs> I love it, and I bet she gave her five rolls and nickels and said, "Go have fun on the slots, Mom. I'm going pony yep. shopping." And if you win big, you're going to buy me a mimic. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what she did? The very first night we were there, she won the amount of money I paid for the hotel room. <laughs> well, she see, then it was an even break. break. Yeah, she she helped me break even. <laughs> she got my money back. <laughs> you broke even. Congratulations. Usually the house wins. But, okay, if you can break even. That's great. <laughs> but um, what was the very first custom that you ever made just for yourself? Oh, God. She was awful. Um, I made a goth <laughs> pony. Um, it was in a sweet suds pose. Uh, it was it was a perfume puff. I remember that. I, I One of the first posts I ever made to the my little pony trading post, or any board for that matter, was you know, wanted to buy, you know, baby perfume puffs for this project. 
I wanted a goth pony with this big full mane of beautiful raven black hair and pale white skin. And, you know, I wanted her to be cute like Neil Gaiman's death or like Ruby Gloom or something like that. She came out horrendous. She looked like a clown. She looked like something from like, I don't know, Marilyn Manson lookalike contest. <laughs> like last place. <laughs> <laughs> frightening, um, or like Edward Scissorhands, but not cute, horrifying, horrifyingly bad. She had an Oxford symbol. She had all kinds of doodles and stuff on her face, like squiggly liquid eyeliner. I did everything wrong that you could possibly do wrong on a custom. I glopped the paint on with like a trowel. I hadn't learned how to thin the paint yet. Um, you have to, you know, straight out of the tube I was just putting it on her and I used writ dye for the hair which stained everything around me Ouch. and Tony oh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a mistake I hadn't found the little tiny paintbrush yet that you used to do eye lashes and eye details with so her eyes were thick cakey she had eyelashes like tarantula legs <laughs> she was a nightmare and I don't mean in a good way my very first custom. That would have been around 1999, 2000. <laughs> hey, we got to start somewhere. You start with yep. what you like. Your first custom should always reflect something about you. You know, you don't... Well, actually, that's not true. Some people's first custom is awesome. Those people are just gifted and talented and lucky devils. I was not one. I had to make every mistake. Um, you know how they told you, no, don't ever paint a pony with nail polish? I said, oh, that's BS. I can paint a pony with nail polish. Watch me. And I did it, and it looked good. And I said, ha, ha, check it out. And I put her on my shelf, and six months later, she fell apart and turned to goo and ruined my shelf. Like, oh, well, but you learned that, a lesson. I, I did. That's why you don't do that. Okay, it doesn't stick. <laughs> All right. You don't color a pony with sharpies. Uh, yeah. Don't 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 use more than the recommended amount of hair in a plug, or you end up tearing the hair plug, goes into the other hair plug next to it, and you just have a big rip. Like your pony's top of your head will rip open like a zipper. You know, I had that happen. Yeah, I've done about every bad thing you can do. But since I make mostly bad customs anyway, it doesn't matter. I can just hide the mutilation very easily with the materials that are outside the box. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I've made ponies with the pom-poms. I've made them with leaves. I've stuck thumbtacks in them. I've covered them with pasta. Um, I always wanted <laughs> to do one out of metal, but I never got around to it. I need to buy certain products, welding products. I will. Give me time. Someday. Yeah, I saw the one you did with the pasta stuck on it. That was for contest. They had a nil skill customizers contest. You know how in like kindergarten you got to glue macaroni to a paper plate and paint it and mm-hmm. that was considered art, you know, and you teach her hung them up on the walls and you got to take it home to mom and she'd go, Oh, that's lovely, dear. And then you never really saw it again. Um, but, yeah, that was the contest theme. You had to use nothing but paint and pasta on a pony. So when I made sheepish, I did that. I used the rotini pasta, and I, I made a little sheep. And that was a lot of fun. 
Yeah, that won the contest too, actually. And they, I posed, she, I posed her next to the Ronzoni box, so you could see the, the state <laughs> that she came from. I showed her to one of the Ronzoni family, uh, where I live in Astoria, Queens. We got the uh, the old Ronzoni factory is there, and the the guy who works at the, the uh, historical society, his name is Ron Ronzoni, and he's the grandson of the Ronzoni pasta factory. I showed him my pony. <laughs> he remarked cool. on it. He said, uh, that's very, very creative. That's one of the best <laughs> things I've ever seen made out of spaghetti or pasta. <laughs> Coming from a Ronzoni, I was very, uh, I, I was chuffed. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, good times. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you you got to have the desire to show off a little. And I, I don't mean have a big ego. <laughs> it's just that you have to express yourself artistically. So that's your passion, that's your desire. Um, some artists, they're not outspoken at all. You know, I, I think of it as, a lot of artists are like Fluttershy, and it could be your inner Fluttershy that does the talking when it comes to artistic expression. You can be a very quiet person, but your your art can be loud. I don't think I'm considered a loud person. I can talk a lot when I'm on, like on radio or something, when I'm with my friends, but I'm not out on the street going, hey, oh, look at me, I'm Karen. No, it's not that way. If you if you didn't know me and you met me, I don't think we'd even talk to each other. I think I'd probably be in a corner somewhere just talking to one or two people I know or just doing some art or watching some ponies. Never was that, you know, uh, loud, dusty, rainbow dash, firefly personality. Well, I mean, you're just saving your energy for the important people and the important things that you want to do, which is understandable. Yeah. But I try to like I, I try to get to know everybody. I mean, you know, I was net copping on the TP for a number of years, and before that, I, I worked at the Playhouse, helped get that started and running, kept that alive for a number of years. And I learned that I just I like talking to everybody and and meeting everybody, which is why I enjoy doing shows when I'm at a convention, like the fair, like PonyCon, like BronyCon, even backyard meets. I try to talk a little bit to everybody there and I'm always very nice when people come by my table. I say, hi, can I show you anything? Please touch my uh-huh. customs. I won't have signs on them saying, don't touch, no photos, no this, no that. That's unfriendly. For me, art is an inviting thing. It's a way for me to interact with you, maybe without me talking to you necessarily or asking you personal questions. <laughs> so where are you from? You know, kind of thing. Instead, my art is there, and if something, you know, excites you, ask me a question. I smile a lot at shows. I may not talk a lot, but I will smile a lot, and I'll wait for people to come along. And Well, once you get me started, as you can see, I don't stop. <laughs> well, it's okay. We all have that rambling problem. Amy's not talking right now because she's taking her bedtime pills. But... <laughs> I can take over for a few minutes while she's trying to keep her her meds under her tongue. Well, that's cool. Well, um, I like your question. Okay. Feel free to ask me anything. You know. Yeah, that's that's why you kept getting. That's why you kept mm-hmm. getting the. Mm-hmm, uh huh. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. at night, to get everything in my system quicker, 
I put everything underneath my tongue and I let it dissolve. Fancy. Well, on that note, the Green Room Ponies just brought me some water, so I'm going to take a sip of this water. Thank you, Green Room Ponies. You have lovely (laughs) staff here, by the way. I I much enjoy being on this show. We do, Tara. I thought I I stocked it with the Welcher's sparkling grape juice. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I special, delicious uh, New York sap water, my favorite kind. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have the best, you know. We'll see. No, no. Okay, so what is our end? This is the last, the last question. I was, we were listening to Panda take her. Uh, what do you call it there? What was? What would it? What did you ask me? I'm sorry. Hey. You said what was the first custom I ever did, and then you asked me something else. I can't remember what it was. Uh, I do not remember either. <laughs> me neither. Let, well, let me just look at the list of questions here and see if anything, see if you've not answered anything. Oh, well, here's here's a sort of obvious one. Is there anything in your customs, like a symbol or a mark of something that just sort of screams you? Well, I mean, anybody that's seen your stuff pretty much knows. That's care right there. Yeah, half of my customs are screaming already. <laughs> They just scream. That, that totally they, they do. <laughs> the ones that still have mouths, yes, can scream. Sometimes their mouth is stitched shut. Um, quirky? Crude? Yeah, well, like, I've always said that I do bad things well. And <laughs> by that, I mean a little bit sloppy, but it's by design. Um You, you said Dia de los Muertos ponies. Well, I've been doing those for years super trendy now. But anyway, when I started doing it, the sugar skull ponies, that's folk oh, art. Oh, yeah. That's folk art. It's not meant to be like something you yeah. see by a Dutch master. It's not, in, you know, it's not Raphael. It's it's not realistic, realism, complicated. It's folk art. It's simple. And the Smarty Pants dolls and the stuffies that I sew, they're all homespun. And, well, zombies, you know, they're just imperfect by definition. They have an uneven number of limbs a lot of times. And they shuffle when they walk. They're, uh, zombies are just unbalanced by definition. Um, I think if I tried my hardest and I practiced and practiced for years, I, I still don't think I'd be able to achieve that level of detail and artistic precision that certain customizers in our in our um, community do. You know the ones I'm talking about, those ones that are you just they're breathtaking. The work that the, the color blends in the hair, the swirls in the colors, the details in the eye lights and the levels and levels of paint and glaze that go into these masterpieces. Um well like that kid in art class who could just completely just copy a photograph perfectly in pencils and make like a living, breathing portrait. That's not me. That's not my kind of art. I, <laughs> I I suck at that kind of artwork, so I do bad things well. I I do what I can do as well as I can, and if I can pull that off, well, if people want to believe that I can do the rest of what I set my hand at well too, well, hey, bully for me. <laughs> Well, oh come on. Well, I have to say, I mean the sugar the sugar ponies. Um, 
Definitely, everybody many. knows that's you. Yeah, everybody knows it. that is totally you. Um, I yeah, love. If I had a seeing... legacy. It's my famous sugar ponies. People have bought them. They've licked them. They've tried to crack <laughs> them. Yeah, they thought that, they <laughs> used, that I use real sugar. The truth is, I use anything but. It's many, many layers of glitter and glaze and glue and paint. Uh, nothing you want to put in your mouth. They look mm-hmm. like sugar. My, and I mean, I loved. I, I mean, this year, I loved being walking up to the table and seeing your one that looks like a lamp. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And the lamp. I, I love her. It, the the melted wax effect running down the skull. Yes, very fun. I would make more yeah. pony skull lamps if people wanted them. Um, I guess I'll take that under advisement for next year. Make candelabras, make lamps, make a chandelier. Would you want a pony head candle lamp chandelier? Would that be appropriate? Maybe for your pony haunted house or your pony room? That would be cool. If if and when I get my pony room, I would love that. (laughs) Well, thank you. Well, you know where to come first for it. I'm taking very little commissions these (laughs) days. I take very few orders. I just do them for friends, but I would Definitely take one from you for sure. I've got my hands full, as I've said, with uh, other projects. Well, it won't be until at least when we move in with my uncle and he decides to move out into a cabin in the woods and his man cave becomes the pony cave. (laughs) The pony cave. I love it. So if a man man cave, we can have a pony cave. My 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 words will be well you know you, well, you moved out into the middle of the woods and you said this house is ours now. <laughs> yep. He could have his hunting cabin and fill it up with uh, furniture made out of deer hooves and uh, moose antler hat racks and stuff like that. Lobster foam. We're gonna have pony room where everything is ponies. Yes. You know that scene I, in, um, I don't know if you saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but the house is all no. decorated with furniture made out of, you know, bones and human skin and stuff. I could totally envision myself making a horror house using pony parts. That's kind of <laughs> I, 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 I have to I say see this. you doing that, too. Being, of, um, being someone who is into the horror genre... Uh, I am. That's the part I stay away from. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, give me vampires any day of the week. Uh, okay. Give me werewolves. Give me the werewolves. Got it. Classic um, monsters. I like it all. I like the classic monsters. I, I like don't. the slashers, too. Well, see, I like Jason. I like, you know, I like I like Freddy, and I liked um, Michael, Michael Myers. Myers. Yeah. Okay. Michael Michael's my boy. I love him the best. They, love the Halloween. You know, it, that's gore, but it's not gore. Uh, gore. Yes and no. Very little gore in the Halloween movies. You know, it's more suspenseful. There's there's some blood. Yeah. There's there's death for sure, but there's not like well, chainsaw is is very explicit as far as what it showed in the house. 
killings themselves, not really. It's, it's, it's more in the lead up to it. That's part of the movie magic. And if you're ever not sure about, you know, a movie, just watch the bonus features if you have it on DVD and, and hear what the director says. And they talk to the movie, prosthetic makeup people, professionals, the people creating the music. And the whole movie industry yeah. is very geared toward illusion and setting a mood. So that's that's yeah. part of the mystique of it. And that's why kids laugh when they see horror customs most of the time. I don't think I've really ever scared kids with my customs. They're okay. scared adults. True story. I was at a horror convention with my husband and Tom Savini was there. Do you know who Tom Savini is? He is responsible for, you know, the classic movie makeup of um, yeah. American Werewolf in London and he's, he's done hundreds and hundreds of films and he has a school too. Horror, he's, oh, one cool. of the masters, he's one of the masters of horror. Uh, makeup, movie, special effects. So I met him and I showed him my customs. I had I had zombie ponies with me, and um, he looked at them, and he looked at my husband, and he looked back at me and looked at my husband and said, "Keep an eye on her." <laughs> <laughs> and oh. later at that same show, I met George Romero, who you know um, directed. He's famous for Night of the Living Dead. And then later, Dawn yeah. of the Dead, which is, you know, the two of the greatest zombie films ever made. The man was responsible for the zombie movie genre. George Romero, director, uh, one of my heroes. And uh, that inspired me to make more zombie ponies because he saw my customs and he thought they were absolutely adorable. And we took a photo together, me and George Romero, this giant man, um, at holding my ponies, my zombie ponies. <laughs> that was the best. Oh, that is awesome. Well, yeah. Sorry to go off a little off topic, but back to your thing about, you know, the director's cuts of things. Um, I actually, when my when my cousins were younger, I actually had taped a documentary in regards really? to vampire movies and how they make them. Oh, okay, so cool. and I did not know this. we we all sat down, and I told him, you know, we're we're going to watch this, and you know, because I had one, my my one co- my cousin, the one who had the kids. Now, these are um, her kids. She had terrified her her daughter of uh, talking dolls because she let her watch the Chucky movies when she was. <laughs> Four. So, and then when she didn't, when she was lazy and didn't want the kid, to, her kid to go into a room, she would tell her, "Donkey's in there, and she's gonna get, he's gonna get you." Interesting. So she she would hate any horror movies. My the other two loved them. They would sit there and watch them with me. Her, she'd run away. So I'd find, I finally found this documentary, and we sat down. And I had to hold on to her during the very beginning of it because, you know, they showed, you know. And we're sitting there and we're watching it. And I'm watching her and, you know, it's kind of like, you know, see, it's not real. You know, that they is, showed that you. That is part of it. When you're a little kid, yep. you don't understand that what's on TV isn't real until you get shown yep. the bonus features. Or the other way is you could just grow up on a movie set. 
you know. Yeah. New York kids, we see movie sets all the time, and it's it's explained yeah. to us from the beginning. This is an actor, and this is a set, that's the director, and that's the lighting. Yep. This is how they're making it snow in the middle of July. And um, the, fun, the funniest thing is, right after we watched that documentary, the one who did not really like to watch any of the horror movies with me actually sat there, looked at me, and she said, can we watch one of your movies? <laughs> Yay! And it's like, awesome. sweet! I just desensitized her. <laughs> yes, yeah, so she had a growth experience, thanks to you. She learned that you don't have to be afraid of it because you tell you to be afraid of it. Um, exactly. It's, it's something about the horror genre. It's a very visceral uh, reaction that we have with being afraid. Why do we like being afraid? Why do we fear being afraid? We watch horror movies because we are hoping that something will scare us. It gets your blood pumping. It gives you a jolt. You you sometimes laugh afterwards. Maybe the laugh yeah. isn't appropriate. Somebody just got, you know, chudded in the movie, but you're laughing. It's because you're releasing tension. It feels good to release tension, and one way to do that is with a good scare. We go on thrill rides for a similar type of rush. Um, then there's the, the creative process of it. It's really fun to make believe Vampires are mysterious creatures. You love vampires. I love vampires. Lots of people do for different reasons. To me, vampires were always the scariest of creatures. I thought they're undead. They can't die. They live forever. They drink blood. They come in the night. They'll steal you away. They'll make you their slave. They overpower you. Um, they can they can shape shift. They can turn into bats and wolves at will. They can turn into mist and... Um, yeah. They're horrible. They can look very ghoulish oh, when they're hungry if they want to be scary, or they can be very glamorous if they want to be, too. Very cool creatures well, see, vampires. The funniest thing was, vampires, to me, were never scary. I always loved them. Oh, you grew up <laughs> in that post-Anne Rice <laughs> period, didn't you? <laughs> no, it was pre-Anne no. Rice. It was before Interview with the Vampire. It was long before then that I loved them. Interesting. You know, one For night me, I was actually, the... there was actually one night I was actually, I snuck, snuck out of bed because, you know, I always snuck out of bed. My mother's room was all the way in the kitchen. Mine was right next to the I living room where, where the uh-huh. uh, TV was. And I turned it on and, you know, I saw something and, you know, it, it was the movie was called, my very first vampire movie I ever saw was the actual very end of it, called Subspecies. Oh, okay. And it was the very end of the movie. And it was the part where the the, the evil vampire who should have been dead is being put back together by his minions his mm-hmm. spine is coming out of his body to reconnect with his head. <laughs> you know, and it's like, I'm watching yeah. this, and it's like, ooh. And he just sits up like, you know, his head was not just decapitated. <laughs> that is that is a power that you see 
in in those types of movies. It's something that's just horrifyingly bad. Imagine being chopped to bits and still unable to die. Um, At the end of Salem's Lot, uh, the teeth moving around in that guy's hand, the teeth were disconnected from the body. The body had been smashed. The head vampire was dead, but the teeth were still trying to come together in the guy's hand to try to bite him. That's just sick. And the guy was so grossed out, he took the teeth and threw them, and they scattered into the corners of the basement. So, yeah, the idea of being immortal to me was horrifying. Imagine just being a, a, a monster in pieces and unable to die, to live forever and ever. That's crazy. And, of course. And, and, and that just, being, yeah, oh. that, that whole being dead thing yeah. is kind of a drag. <laughs> well, still being on that uh, vampire kick. There's only one set of vampire movies I don't like. And that's 30 Days of Night. Ah, see, that's based on a comic series. And the comic series, I'm just going to say it wasn't faithfully adapted. The comics are better. I agree with you on the movies. Well, I mean, come on. You've killed your food source within two days, and you have 30 days. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think it was ever written to be a, a movie. They, they got the they got the Hollywood treatment. They had to get a screenwriter to write it. The comics, the trade paperback people were consults for that. That's just what happens. Sometimes the movie okay. and the book just don't tie together. No. Um, I mean, that was, did, like, um, one of those things of, like, really? It's yeah, day Stephen two King's and, like, almost everybody's dead. became Silver Bullet, and they added Corey Payne to it, who was like the teenage pinup of 1983, 84, whatever it was. And, yep. uh, you know, they, they changed a lot around. It was still a good atmospheric film, but they always have to ruin it somehow for Hollywood. I don't know. It's just, it's it's the Hollywood treatment. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> That's and, a um, gem uh, movie. <laughs> Anybody reading the Gem comics, you'll like them a lot better than the Gem movie. And if you want to see a bad movie, you know see the Gem movie because you, you, you enjoy this bad you movie. Know, I remember, <laughs> I remember actually reading um, the Gem, Gem and the Holograms books, and those were interactive books because you would read it, you know, from the very beginning. You would read it to a certain page. And then you had a choice to make. Oh, it was you a which way either. book. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I had it's like Oh, I was you could you could either go. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. It's like you could either do this or you could do this. This made you read the book at least two or three times because, you know, you would follow one path, but then you'd have to go back to reread it again to follow the other path and then go back to reread it. Tonight, I want these books. This sounds like so (laughs) much fun. Yes, I want to be Jerrica and I want to make decisions that get me to gem or failure. (laughs) Will I I marry Rio or will I join the Misfits or or what? (laughs) I have to know. Oh, I want to do that. That's fun. Speaking of which, GemCon is happening next year and I'm so there. Speaking of GemCon, um, did you notice how many people were truly outrageous? (laughs) Were dressed as the um, musical notes ponies this year? 
musical notes, ponies? What? What? You lost me. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember what ponies the they were. Rock and they were the ponies. Th- thank you. Did you notice how many people were were dressed as rock and beat ponies this year? Yes, I saw at least seven of them. My goodness, some mm-hmm. of them were amazing, amazing costumes. Everybody did so well with the cosplays this year at the I My Little Pony Fair. We had what, like two hundred people show up for the costume pageant. That's and like I best actually. Ever. And I actually got petted by a pony. Aww. <laughs> yeah, everybody got into the spirit of it. I remember before cosplay oh, yeah. was a thing at the fair. We used to just come and we'd wear our pony T-shirts, and that was good enough. But then people started making dresses based on their favorite characters, and it just went from there. I think I think it spilled over from like the anime and comic book festivals. Yeah, started doing it. Now I couldn't imagine I doing a fair without some kind of a costume, at least for one day. Uh, I have some and ideas I, what I want to be next year. I don't think actually, I'll be able to pop I, this year. This year was too much fun. <laughs> and actually, you remember I was what thinking, I was? you were a big pony, and yeah. you were Princess <laughs> Celestia, and then there was one costume I never got to see. I don't remember if I had three or two this year, but yeah, no, I did. Yes. I did rock the custom bait. <laughs> yeah, the competition that was fun, and I, and I placed. I got I forget third place, second place. I, yes. I placed. You, you I got second. So, I was so happy. You, you got second place. You got second place. When you got second place, I was the one in the back going, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That was really, 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 really fun. I had ink all over myself. I had this terrible discolored dress with ink stains. I had um like um what I had a bad haircut. I had a balance yep. problem. I, I remember I was tripping all over the stage because, you know, bait ponies don't stand up. Um <laughs> it was really Yeah, unfortunately really fun. I never got oh, I had I tail rust. Get... I remember that. I didn't get to see the actual um, competition because it was back in that one room, and I didn't know how to get out there with the wheelchair. Oh, yeah, I don't know how you would have gotten out there. I'm sure that there was a way. I I just don't remember. We went out one way, and then there was, we went to the Yeah, they finally told me how to get back there, you know, because by that point, my... Yeah. Yeah, it you was, had to go was... outside the building. I remember that. It was a separate. It was right off the parking lot. They, it was cool that they yep. had the big tent. I did like the tent because, well, when you have an event of that size and you have special events like concerts and staging, and they had the banquet out there too, having that yep. big open airy space was just what we needed. You needed the natural light. You needed the airiness of it, and it kept yep. it separate from where all the kids were running in and out with their badges and toys. It was totally removed from the vendor hall. Yeah. Which really was great. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, if there is video of it. I know that the entire thing was filmed, and if it's not up yet, it should be soon. I would watch the fair Facebook for that. Yeah, and I need to, I need to make some money to actually buy my photographs from the fair. From the photo booth. Oh, it was fun to have a photo booth. Very, you know what? The one bad fun. thing was um, 
I was told that on the night of the uh, banquet that the banquet uh, photos were going to be free. Oh, I didn't took them at that the banquet. at all. I remember posting for him. Giant Twilight was there. I, I got pictures with that. Yeah. I I asked whether or not how much it was going to be, and she said, "Oh, it's going to be free. It'll be right on the website." And you know, she didn't mention the fact that I'd have to pay for the photograph then. Well, I don't know. Write write them in and ask. Maybe there's something that they can do. I'm not sure. Oh, I already did, and and you know, I was told, "Oh no, nobody said that," and it's like. Oh, I'm sorry. I heard that exactly. (laughs) Did anyone post about it on the board? Because if you were told that and it was something different and other people heard that, then you could probably take up your case. But if they just told you that you heard wrong, well, then it's them, their say against your say. There's not much you can do there. You have a choice. I'm just have it or not have it. <laughs> oh, oh, trust me. I want my fair costs. pony. I, it, I, I, it's a third-party vendor anyway, as far as I know. It wasn't the fair itself. It was a contracted uh, uh, third-party photographer. Uh, they were nice. I remember yeah. it was a girl and a guy. They, oh, I was there in my Celestia costume. I, I posed for them for a minute because I, I went by and no one was there. I said, oh, can this be a photo booth? So I jumped in and I rocked Celestia for them doing all kinds of silly poses. It's fun to have. I've had looks for those. Oh, it was actually one more reason to wear a costume. Yeah, I went next actually to have my picture taken with with Princess Celestia, and it was the second day, and I was in the chair because my knee was just it was not having it. And I finally got to the yeah. front of the line. It was my turn, and I got up to go walk over to her. And she met me halfway. What? Aww. What? <laughs> oh, no. She 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 walked over to me, so she met me halfway. So I didn't have to walk tire way to go to her. <laughs> okay. That was nice. Okay. Uh, I think Celestia will have to pay another visit. <laughs> <laughs> Celestia is a busy pony. She gets around, but yeah. Um, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Princess Twilight. That's what I meant. Oh, Twilight. Okay, good. My, my med, yeah. medication. It, it was Twilight. medication time. Twilight <laughs> made the rounds. Twilight's a busy pony. She has a lot of fans everywhere. Yes, but we had a lot um, of fun with that. That was why that do we was keep really getting nice. off? We keep getting off topic. We keep doing this. Oh, We're gonna have to have you on again, again? <laughs> next week on Care Red Roses Talk. <laughs> We're we gonna end up having to have you on again because <laughs> we keep getting off topic. Well, that's that's not necessarily be... a bad thing that we'll need you I, on again. You know, you know, I, what I, I would up... love to come on. I'm I'm so busy next month, but maybe January would be a nice time for me. Um, would it be all right if I brought my business partner on? Um, but Pony course. fan collector, we could talk about something if, that we're doing in February in New York if, called PonyCon. If, if if it's cheap, Ooh. you know, he is more than welcome to come on. <laughs> I think you met him. I think he was at the fair, and I think I he had rainbow a- hair. You remember him? And he had the photography panel, and he talked about how to take good photos of your ponies. Yep. 
And actually, yeah. well, that would be a good thing to cover his... on the show, too. Oh, yeah. He actually got back into his costume just to take a picture with me. Oh, I could totally ask Chief if he'd do it. I think he would. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I will ask Chief if he'll do the show with me. So, yeah, January would be a nice time for that. We could do a, you know, Care Red Roses. Uh, PonyCon special and we could talk about the guests that we have coming. Um, I could tease well, a couple right now. Um, we have well, uh, Bonnie Zacherly and Lauren Faust, two creators of My Little Pony, to meet and uh, talk to the world about <sighs> what it's like to be the most famous people in Pony. No, um, <laughs> inspirations, frustrations, dealing with Hasbro, um, stories about Pony creation, character design and development, and just a whole lot of pony, pony, pony. Um, having those two ladies oh, yeah. together on stage is going to be one of the highlights of my entire pony life. It's going to be amazing. These two ladies' work has inspired me to do and be so very much. So it's our pleasure to bring them to New York and to the world. Uh, you know, it's going to be an amazing, amazing, amazing weekend. But anyway, enough about PonyCon. Coming up, PonyCon NYC, February 14th weekend in New York City. um, Actually, probably I probably would not be able to make it because I know financially before is when I'm having my taxes done. (laughs) And I know exactly where all my money is (laughs) going. We'd love to see you there. There's multiple ways to Take a look at the website and see what the options are for coming in. We have hotel blocks and we have all the things. So before yeah, you say no or yes, look. But unfortunately, Ooh, I, I might can have to look into that because <laughs> New York's not that far from where I am. <laughs> New York isn't that far maybe. from where you are. Thank you. Summer Blade gets it. Summer Blade. Maybe, gets maybe, it. maybe the year after. Maybe. Maybe after I we've moved in with my uncle. <laughs> it's so cute trying to reach the people that, you know, say no before they even think of a reason how they could go. But anyway, Summer Blade, it'll be a delight to see you there, and I hope you'll come. We do have a number of um, vintage fans coming, uh, Lauren Faust and Bonnie being two of them. Summer Hayes is trying to be there. We're, we're talking to other people. I know we have a couple of big pony vendors from um, the arena already booking, coming up to there. There will be ponies of all generations to be had, plus a lot of performances. It's not a lot of walking around. You can pretty much stay put and just watch panels all day and have a ball. We do a lot with family programming, and you'll see a lot on our stage that you haven't seen before. Well, we, we do a lot with the production value. We aim very high. We try to give you the uh, My Little Pony fans equivalent of uh, Broadway musical theater <laughs> in between pony segments. We really do. It's what we like. It's why we live in New York. We 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 love being fancy. So take a look at the website. It's ponycon.nyc. And have a look at the guest list and have a look at the uh, other accoutrement that we offer. And look at ways to... Um, Get involved, too. We're looking for submissions of panels. You can come and run a panel yourself. You can volunteer and help put on the show. We need people to work in our various departments. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. 
So perhaps if you say, oh, I can't afford to go, maybe volunteer <sighs> is right for you. Check it out. My dream is maybe. to get all my friends, old and new pony fans, <laughs> under one roof for one fabulous weekend of pony. Well, as I, as I said, you know, with things the way they are, and I don't see finance, finances getting any better <laughs> anytime soon. It's been great talking to you, Panda. I've had a great time on the show, and thank you so much for having me. And Summer Blade, thank you as well. Oh, well, thank you Wait, for you're coming leaving? on. You can you're now leaving stuff already? me into my teapot. <laughs> my oh, you're leaving already? On. So without further ado, I will bid you ladies a pleasant evening. Oh, wait. Well, wait. Well, wait. Well, let, at least let, let somebody come out who hasn't seen you in a while and say good night. Oh, who's that? <laughs> Whoever could be. This is Kim and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next oh, week. Lord. Bye-bye. Oh, Kimono. <laughs> you're so cute. Sayonara. <laughs> yes. Got to have Kimono in there. Got to have Kimono in there. I have to say, I did work with another um, young Japanese woman, and she said goodbye the, the exact same way. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely adorable little pony. <laughs> so I do days. it. I do it because I am honoring people I worked with that I really loved working with. <laughs> that was the sign off for the show for a number of years. That was adorable. Well, anyway, guys, yes. thank you again for having me. It's been great being here. Yeah. Well, I well we're going to have to get you back, back on again. Yeah, especially. Uh, I think after the winter, uh, like after after the holidays, after winter holidays would be the best time for me because I'll have a lot more guests to talk about and other things as well. All righty, Dighty. Yeah. All and right. Thank you, okay. thank you for coming. I'll, I'll cast one more magical spell on all of you for good pony luck in your adventures on eBay and elsewhere. May all your swaps Yay. be in your favor. May none of your mail ever get lost. May all your ponies be in better condition than you bid on them to be. And may none of your tails ever get rusty. (laughs) (laughs) Tony Genie signing off. Good night, ladies. Bye-bye. Good night. (laughs) Oh, wow. That was a fun whirlwind. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to rename the. T- I think I'm going to have to rename it. <laughs> what talking customs and horror po- and horror with care? I think I'm going to have to na- rename it. Interview slash random talk. <laughs> Well, I mean, even though it wasn't a traditional interview, she still pretty much covered all the questions you asked her. She, co- you know, ev- everything that would have been asked in those questions, like what kind of bait she uses, what kind of stuff she does, oh, yeah. who's inspired her, things of that nature. 
She did cover all of that. She did. That she did. With Even without us having to ask her. And we did do a lot of random talking. I think it's mostly because, I mean, she has not been on the show in forever. Oh, yeah. And I will, I will tell you that we talked before the show this evening. And I said, you're going to love your introduction. And she goes, no. Pony Genie <laughs> will not be making an appearance. <laughs> and you did it anyway. <laughs> well, technically she didn't. Pony Genie simply sent us a message that somebody was in the rainbow room. <laughs> so, see, I technically didn't break my promise. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> and I'm surprised Tony Birds were actually very good. We Yay! didn't get a whole lot of tweeting. They got cookies. There you go. That's how you keep a bird thing. quiet. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes, yes, there's a couple times I've said, here, shove a cookie in your mouth and be quiet. <laughs> So, but I do have um, other interesting random news since our actual topic is actually over. I had my, I, I, now mind you, I have not had any alcohol since before my surgery. And I'm an occasional wine drinker. I like wine. Yeah. Okay. Granted, I am the type of girl that I will open the bottle and finish the bottle in the same night. But that's simply because of the fact of, you know, I very rarely have it. It's not something I would have, like, every single weekend. Mm-hmm. Half the time I would have, you know, Welcher sparkling grape juice in between. But uh, Friday night, Mom and I, we went out to dinner. Uh, Friday, they actually finished the roof. And when I say we had a hard time with the roof, um, the workers were great. It was the guy supervising. That mm-hmm. just On Friday, um, if I didn't count to ten mentally... I think we would have had to figure out what to do with the body. Oh, that bad, huh? That bad, because he had been cocky and snotty. I asked him to do something. I asked him to have one guy do do one thing so that, you know, it would be done very quickly. And he got snotty with me, and I told him, fine. I'm calling. I'm calling these two guys from the company. His answer to me was... Fine, go ahead and do that. So did you go ahead and do that? I went ahead and I tried calling. Unfortunately, I couldn't get through to anybody. So instead, I emailed. Uh. <laughs> and then finally, I got one guy on the phone, and he goes, I do not know what his, what his problem is this week. He is normally never like this. 
because I told him, if this man, because we've still got to have gutters put out in the house. That's the last part of this yeah. whole project was gutters. Because my email specifically said, he better not be here next week. And I told the guy on the phone, he better not be here next week because I swear to God, that's all I had to say. <laughs> the night well, before, I, mean, I talked. I talked with one of the guys, and it, this was the guy who had been here. He knew, and he knew we were from the south side of Chicago, and he knew what neighborhood my my mother was from because we 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 sat there and chit chatted because he was the one who came for the inspections and all of that. And I told him, if you do not see him ever again, do not question it. <laughs> oh and yeah! Suddenly, the guy You're from was the rough part of the city. Yes. My my mother came. My mother's in my mother's neighborhood. Yeah. She still remembers people who can make you disappear. Oh yeah, yeah. We we got a part of the we got a part of Baltimore City like that. Yep. But um he went away for a little bit. He left for a little bit, but then when he came back, you know how a dog looks like when he has just been chewed out fifteen ways from Sunday? Yeah, when they come in with their head hanging down. Yes. That's exactly what he looked like when he came back. <laughs> Oh goodness! Because um, mom had mom took mom took Friday off because she knew there was going to be absolutely no way I was going to be able to handle the dog. It would have been one walk, and I would have been on the ground. Mm. I mean, I actually had to use the cane around the house last Thursday night. That's how bad it was. So, yeah. I mean, my physical therapist is glad that I did do it. Well, yeah, you know, it is you, got, um, you got some more exercise for your knee. Yeah. And she, you know, she, she because I'd walked around and I said I went to Hobby Lobby the weekend beforehand. And walked around for 45 minutes. Grant, granted, it wasn't 45 minutes. A half hour outside by myself was just perfectly fine. Because, unfortunately, that was the one bad thing was I didn't have anybody with me when I took them on the ah. walks. So, luckily, the dog didn't, you know, dawdle. He just went out, he did what he needed to do, and he turned around by himself, and he took me right back home. Well, that's good. So, I mean, that was the one good thing. He didn't, you know, do do stupid stuff to keep me out longer. Um, yeah, my mother had to take off that Friday because she knew I was not going to be able to do it. And then um, Friday night we went out. We had to go pick up my car from the from the woman who had been keeping it until the job was done 
because suddenly she had visitors coming over. Uh huh. This is the same woman who was supposed to take the dog and suddenly had rats in her yard. Mm-hmm. Um so we both figured, okay, we're gonna be out. You know, why don't we go out for dinner? So we went to the Olive Garden. And you know how they always offer you a free sample of wine? Mm-hmm. Well, they offered up Moscato. Oh. Which is very, it's a very sweet wine. And I love this stuff. I mean, Sutter House actually makes a version of it that's like champagne. (laughs) Because it's all bubbly. And I looked at my mother, and it's like, please, please, please. All I took was my pain meds. I didn't take anything else. Please, please. (laughs) (laughs) So he gave us the sample, and it's like, hmm, I want some more. I want, you know, I think I'm going to get a glass of this. My mother leans over with her sample, pours it into my glass, and says, there's your glass of wine. <laughs> well, at least you got some. Yes, it was it was kind of like a momentous weekend. Um my mother had bought um we'd gone on Saturday because I had to go pick up my glasses. I had to go drop off a um because I need a parking placard so that I can park closer to the store so that I can mm-hmm. walk to the store rather than mom dropping me off at the door. Because, again, that's more exercise if I have to walk from the car to the store. And we stopped off at Aldi's. Mom bought me bought me a bottle of Moscato wine. <laughs> Ooh. So it wasn't as good as, you know, the one from my favorite winery or what we had over at the Olive Garden. But Uh this weekend, yeah, I I, I had more, I I, I drank more wine this weekend than I have in a a very long time. (laughs) Well, you know, you haven't had it in a while. Yeah. And, you know, I think Mom also figured the stress of having to deal with, you know, the roofers. Because even though she was home, she was sick. She also has an issue. Um, her vocal cords jump when when, gets, when she gets stressed out. They'll jump and touch together, so her voice will suddenly cut, off, cut out. Mm-hmm. So sometimes talking to her, she'll get two or three words out. I get the entire sentence because I, I I read her lips whenever she's speaking. Mm-hmm. Come her translator. So even though she was home and she's the homeowner, I was the one who was dealing with everything. Mm-hmm. So I was stressed out about that. Oh. I mean, it was. I mean, it was an extremely stressful week. Uh, last Monday, 
I only worked half a day. Mm. Because just dealing with getting everything ready, and I, I mean, it wasn't anything stressful. It was just dealing with it, getting everything ready and walking around the house and talking with the guy and getting everything set up. I was exhausted. Well, I mean, making sure that everything's in place can, you know, be stressful enough as it is. Yeah. And then and, Friday, and especially heavy. for anything involving construction or, you know, adding on to the oh, house yeah. or house repairs or whatever. Yeah. And then... um Oh, we, we better say good night to our live audience because we have ninety oh, seconds. Good night, live audience. Should we do? Could, should we bring kimono back out again? Well, why not? Okay, here she comes. This is kimono, and you have listened to. See you next week. Bye bye. <laughs> That was a very different sounding kimono. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I couldn't get that. I couldn't quite get that pitch. It was pretty close, though. (laughs) Let me try it again. This is kimono. (laughs) How was that? There you go. There we go. My eyes are from you got her back. <laughs> well, you know, whenever you do an impression, you know, you can't quite get it correct every single time. Yeah, it's hard to get it dead on. Yeah. But I was actually really glad when um I was at the fair. Oh god, for the life of me I cannot remember who she is now but she had brought her daughter and I did the kimono voice for her <laughs> aww and you know I said starstruck <laughs> and then I said she made me feel very special aww that's cute yeah, I think I remember yeah, you told me about that. She had you sign the, uh, one of her ponies, and mm-hmm. yeah, I felt very yep, special cool. that day because you know, unless it's one of those people who's just doing a signature pony, she only she only had specific people sign it, and it looked like when I looked at all the signatures. It was like, you know, the artists and all of that. So, you know, I I, I felt extremely special to have been included into that. Well, I mean, you know, we've we've got a lot of listeners, so probably have a couple of fans. I'd like to think some people like us. I know. Me too. Right, baby? Yeah. Okay. Are you a fan? (laughs) Yay! Pony Boyfriend says he's a fan. Yay! I am currently opening up the items that I purchased on Sunday. Ooh, whoa. What'd you get Sunday? 
Um, remember I had said I'd gone to this crystal shop? Oh, oh yeah. Ooh, crystals. Oh, yeah, and, you know, when you walked in there, you just felt the energy coming off of them, and it was just like, me, I'm very into crystals, and, you know, you know when people say crystals talk to them, a lot of people look at them like they've just gone off the wall, uh, but they oh, do. Oh, no, but they do speak. Yes. In we, my um, case, <laughs> go ahead. They say, buy me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I had. Out of like several bowls, I had them going, buy me, buy me, please come buy me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, crystals definitely do talk. We yes. uh, we used to go to a um, a new age shop that uh, was open around here a couple years ago was called um, Mystic Voyage, and they had tons and tons of crystals and stuff. And the year that uh, the the newest Indiana Jones movie, The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the year that that came out, we actually went and saw it at the Senator's Theater, which was this big movie theater in downtown Baltimore. And they had one of the actual Mayan crystal skulls in the um, movie theater. And then we got to go see it at the New Age shop. And we got to talk to the lady who was kind of the caretaker of it. Because she said, this crystal skull actually speaks and talks to her. And you might think that sounds really weird, but oh man... I I'm I mean I'm getting shivers talking about it. If you ever saw this thing in person, he talks. He talks, he speaks. There is energy coming off of this skull that would blow anybody out of the water. I almost oh, fell yeah. over the first time I walked up to it. It's so cool and it's not it's not overly special crystal that he's made out of. It's quartz. Yeah. It's just it's regular clear quartz. But it's so cool. But it's it's, well, it's me, so cool. I walked in there and it's like instantly everyone's yelling, "Buy me, buy me, buy me!" I got yeah, crystals. Um, do that. <laughs> yep. I got um, one piece, a nice sizable chunk of clear quartz. I got three pieces of rose quartz. Oh, rose quartz is always cool. Oh, yes. I've got two chips of amethyst. I've got a hunk of amethyst. For some reason, the amethyst in the shop on Sunday was just, they, they were just yelling the loudest. Each piece was just going, hey, hi, right here, right here. And you can definitely tell because I have one piece that is polished and one chip that's raw of the amethyst mm-hmm. chips. Oh, very cool. The amethyst is, amethyst is always neat. Oh, yeah. And I got a huge ch- 
chunk of amethyst as well, as well as a piece of oblique that's actually in the shape of a heart, which will be really good because I really need grounding, and that's really good for grounding. And oh yeah. I went over. I went over to his jewelry section, and I touched an amethyst bracelet, and it just nearly knocked me off my feet. Yeah. <laughs> amethyst with will the do energy. that too. The, with the energy it, in it, and it was like, "Come on, you're coming home with me." You you might be twenty dollars, you know, and but you knew it was the right one. Yes, and it's it's like every everything else in the shops yelling buy me buy me, and it's like I had to turn around and look at everything and go look, I need to pay bills. <laughs> <laughs> I will come back. And um, the great thing about this shop is the fact that he buys the crystals himself. He will go to crystal shows and buy them himself. There are some people in the shop that he has had in his home that for some reason just speak to him and say, somebody else needs me. And he will take a piece from his own collection and bring it back and he'll bring it to the store. That is awesome. Simply because that piece is saying there is somebody out there that needs that needs me more. Well, see, and and that's hard to do with crystals too, because oh yeah, once you've picked once you've picked one up and said this is mine, you want to keep it forever. But then, it, I mean, the best thing to do really is to send it to somebody else that needs it. Yeah, because it's like it's it's crystals are like with any other kind of energy. You can't if it's not meant for you, you can't keep it. It's gonna yeah. get to where it needs to go, whether you're in its way or helping it. <laughs> yeah. And it's usually like, helping it works out better for everybody involved. Well, yes. But the one thing I'm going to have to tell him is he's going to have to design some of his bracelets to be a little bit bigger because he uses the stretchy um, elastic to make his bracelets. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Those, put, those things never stretch far enough. Oh, it stretches far enough. But it leaves like a big gap. So he needs to make, you know, ones that are big, good for bigger girls. <laughs> oh well, if he if he makes the bracelets, maybe he can custom make you one for your wrist, so you don't end up with, you know, little rubber band or crystal imprints on your wrist. Yeah, because I took um, and I wore it today when I went to physical therapy. Because oh, amethyst is, is supposed to be good for, you know, drunkenness, intoxication. Mm-hmm. And I had um, 
before I went to physical therapy because I was in so much pain, um, I normally don't take my meds before I go, even though they say it's a good idea to do so. Right. Well, because that way you're dealing a little bit of the pain of the physical therapy. Yeah. Well, today it was just so bad that I had to take it. I mean, today, yeah, I was kind of out of it, but I wasn't as out of it as I would have been because I also have this nasty habit of I don't eat during the day. (laughs) Oh, that's bad. you got to eat, especially if you're taking meds. When when mom's not home, I I, I tend not to eat. (laughs) Well, I've been scolded for not eating at work, and (laughs) I've been getting better about it. But you need to eat during the day too, Missy. Well, I eat when when Mom buys bagels. I'll eat bagels. I'll eat something for breakfast. Well, there you go. At least it's something. Eating <laughs> of things to eat. <laughs> okay. Samantha had put in the chat room. That's not kimono. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you know, Missy? Maybe her voice just changed a little bit. (laughs) Well, you know, I can't get her perfect every time, you know. That's why you did the recording. Exactly. I just happened to not be at my computer at that point in time. Mmm, chunky soup. That's going to be dinner. Sorry, I'm having a late dinner. Uh, no. I think it's actually quite funny what's been half what happened this week. Um, actually, part of last week, too. I was asking my secondary job whether or not there was any work to do. So they mm-hmm. put me on to a new client. And it took me until Monday to get into the program. Oh, goodness. And they had set it up last week, Tuesday. Well, there was like some kind of a, first there was some kind of a glitch where my computers weren't taking the program. Mm-hmm. Then there was an issue of my password. Oh, lovely. So it was like a, anything that could go wrong was going wrong situation. Yes. And I have a couple, I have two basic managers. I have a client-based manager, and then I have a general manager, in which the general manager can hand me off to another client manager. Well, I had asked her if there was anybody who needed help. And she had said, yeah, there's going to be somebody who within the next, take a few weeks, but I'll put you on the team. Mm-hmm. Well, you know when they, when, you know when when you say you know um, when you ask you ye shall receive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting trained on another new client tomorrow. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, at, at least you're getting trained on multiple things. <laughs> well, in my in my in my case, it's. At least I'm getting 
trained on multiple things so that, you know, I don't have to go without any type of extra work. Because right. the whole reason for getting the extra job was because right now we're not getting the incentive bonus, we're not getting any overtime, and my base pay is just barely making the bills. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least you're making, you've got opportunity to make the money somehow then. Yeah. So at least this way, if one person doesn't have any work, I know somebody else will. There you go. Diversifying. Yes. (laughs) Now I need about 20 extra hours added to the day. (laughs) Well, you know, that's the one thing you can't get more of is time. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Would that we all could have like a little button where you just like stop time around you for a minute and just have a bubble where you can get everything done you want to get done and then you can start it back up when you feel like it. Exactly. If I invent one of those in my spare time, I will let you know. I'll thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Because I had figured, okay, uh, it's going to be a few weeks on that new thing. Okay, this one, I'll probably have a couple weeks worth of work, and then all of a sudden it'll dry up again. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not working that way. <laughs> eh, no. Well, you know, <laughs> things never really work out the way any of us plan. And, of course, she wants us to load the program before she does the training for it. Mm-hmm. I'm already having problems with it. Oh, lovely. <laughs> so you have to love life. Well, but I mean, it'll all work out eventually, hopefully. And remember when I mentioned Welcher's grape juice? Mm-hmm. The reason why I mentioned it was because I've been using it as fake wine. <laughs> well, it's sparkly and it's grape flavored. It's kind of close. Yes, and the medication I'm on gives me the sensation of being drunk. <laughs> there you go, placebo effect. I'm not yes. drunk because I'm taking meds. I'm drunk because I had wine. <laughs> yes, Lou. Okay. I will I will say yes. I am guilty of within a couple of weeks what the what Welchers will do is they will put on their bottles buy two get $1 off coupons. Mhm. And those are good through May. Well, I will always grab like several bottles and I'll take three coupons off. <laughs> And I will like hoard coupons. I had enough that it looked like I needed a wine rack. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it's juice. It doesn't go bad. Exactly. (laughs) And technically, I had a year. I had over a year to drink it, and I'm down to my last three bottles. (laughs) Well, then it's time to get more. Well, the coupons will be coming out soon. (laughs) <laughs> See, you timed it well. Yes. 
got to put the last pony bird to sleep. Good night, birdies. Good night, pony birds. Speaking of ponies, pony critters. Oh no, where's Pony Puppy? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. He is he inside or outside? He's inside. Okay. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about your Pony Puppy today because when we went through Goodwill, I found one of the G1 um, DVDs, and the one that I Ooh. found was Pony Puppy and Other Stories. I have that one. Yeah, I saw it and I went, haha, pony puppy. The G1, Amy's puppy. The G1 um, DVD of Pony Puppy and other stories. Because we called the dog Pony Puppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh? I've got this one and Glass Princess, and I have Mimic. And well, your pony the mommy. princess pony somewhere. Hmm? <laughs> well, too late. <laughs> I am hoping there will be no rain tomorrow because if there is no rain tomorrow, that means they will be able to come and put the gutters on my house and finish the house. <laughs> Yay! Well, I'll try to keep all the rain over here because it looks like it's going to rain here. So I'll see if I can't keep it on the East Coast for you. You can take it and keep it for at least two days. (laughs) I'll I'll see what I can do. I'll talk to some Pegasus ponies. I'll do a a no rain dance or, or something for your area. Well, that's what I did last week. (laughs) <laughs> a no rain With dance no rain dance yep which is very hard to do when you can't dance <laughs> oh yeah on the, account, knee. on the account of you can hurt yourself yeah yeah don't do that <laughs> don't do that did, oh, goodness did I tell you guys that last week what I was intending on doing what? What were you intending on doing? Learning how to draw. Oh, yeah. I think you did mention that. And that you okay. might need a um a long-distance tutor, and he yes. volunteered. Yay. I am hoping to finally actually start that. Okay, yeah. I have my, I have my how to draw a book, and... I'm trying to figure out whether I should start from lesson one or just go for what I want to draw. <laughs> well, um, the best thing to do is that what a lot of people don't realize is that drawing is an exercise. Yes. Um, loosen yourself up by drawing lots of consecutive circles. Um, do basic shapes. Basic shapes and lots of circles and squiggly lines and just 
freehand scribbles sometimes are really good for warm-ups. Doing. Well, good. Yeah, that's that's really good for loosening up your hand and stuff. Um, because the first lesson in the book is perspective. Mm. Perspective is difficult to get at first, but um, I remember that's, that. That's one of those. That's one of those things you just got to keep at it. Yep. But the one thing I'm trying to remember is. Because I remember you're supposed to draw guidelines. How do you erase the guidelines without erasing the photo, the the thing you're actually drawing? I can't remember how to do that. What I usually do when I'm drawing um, something that I need a lot of guidelines or skeleton work for figures or something like that is you do your guidelines and and like your basic framework in very light pencil and then the lines that you want to keep you do it in a darker pencil and then you go over them in pen and then after the pen dries you erase it and you'll get rid of your guidelines and like your your framework but you'll still have the lines that you want to keep in the pen darn Oh, yeah, I do have gray. Never mind. Yes, I am going the cheap route. I did not go out and buy, you know, professional pencils to draw with. I have Crayola. (laughs) You don't need professional pencils to draw with. You can go out and you can spend all all that money on those, you know, professional professional rose art or or whatever uh, prismacolor pencils and they're good for certain things that you want to do but if you just want to draw for yourself you can go to the dollar store and buy pencils they work just as well well see i have yes, these um you, crayola erasable colored pencils those are good uh, you you do want to get a high quality eraser though. Uh, boyfriend saying uh, Morris Statler white eraser. I remember that one. Okay, yeah. He says they're at uh, most art supply shops. Because I actually took drawing a couple of art classes when I was in high school. Oh, cool. Well, then you sure you remember most of the basics from that then. Yeah, it's that's just, something I need to get back into doing too. It's just my problem is my hand isn't as steady as it used to be. Well, you, I'm sure you'll be able to get um get it a little more steady after you've been drawing for a while. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of hoping for. Because it does help with that. Yeah. Well, you sound tired. I kind of am. (laughs) And I need to be running. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) I said I'll probably talk to you next week then. Yes. 
And I do believe and I do next want to week see your... we will be. Hmm? Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we will probably do an introduction to G G fours. Yeah. Um, I was looking at a couple of pages for what we could do for G four as far as a website to follow along. Um the only ones I could find of that have a good majority of what's already been released are uh, Strawberry Reef and My Little Wiki. And My Little yeah, Wiki is probably going to be the easiest for years, or going by the correct releases or years or whatever. Yeah. Strawberry Reef's, uh, Reef's always been really good about her website. And I met her. I actually met her in... Um, in Vegas. Oh, cool. And she was actually on my team for the photo hunt contest. Oh, neat. So her husband was the one who actually went, he took all the clues, he went online and gave us the list of where to go. (laughs) Cool. So that's how we were able to figure out where everything was at. <laughs> it was thanks to her husband at the time. Well, neat. Well, good fo- good person to have on your team for photo hunts, then. Oh yes. But no. But what what were you gonna say? Oh, I do want to see some of your drawings when you finally get around to them. Yeah, hopefully I will soon. I wasn't expecting work to come up. (laughs) Well, when you get time. (laughs) Oh, and I had one more question for you while I'm still remembering to ask it. Yes. Do you and your mom like peanut butter? I I know love it's a bizarre question, butter. but there's a reason for it. I love peanut butter. Um, the only thing is, I can't have chunky. Um, okay. And there's, it's a very strange reason. Um, I love chunky peanut butter, but the problem is the pieces will actually find their way to the back of my jaw and they'll Mm -hmm. nick right where my wisdom tooth is supposed to be at. And it kind of of like engages the wisdom tooth to start pushing through. Ooh. But then it stops. Oh, that sucks. Well, I mean, I I ask because every year around the holidays, I make these cakes that um, it's yellow cake with peanut butter on it, and it's covered in chocolate. And I I usually use the um, the creamy peanut butter because that melts melts chocolate and the cake better. So is that a yes you want some this year? 
<laughs> Ooh, yes. You will definitely have to tell me when you ship it, how you ship it, and give me the shipping number so that I can <laughs> track it to the door. Okay. I will put you on the list for peanut butter cakes this year then. Every year I have to make because more. Last year I made four batches. This year it's going to look like six. <laughs> well, hopefully by the time Christmas comes, I will hopefully get everybody's surprises done. Awesome. <laughs> One of these days it'll get, they'll get finished. <laughs> That's the word of every crafter. Someday. Oh, yes, someday. Someday, somehow, it shall be done. Okay. But I will talk to you next week, then. Talk with you next week. And we should be right, back but... on Wednesday again. Wednesday nights. All right, gotcha. Yep. Okay. All righty. That's it. Till next time, Pony Night Nights. Good night. Good night. Is that it? Are we alone? (sighs) Oh, it wasn't quite the interview we were looking to do, but hey, we still got it in. And still got to talk with Car Red Roses, also known as Pony Genie. So stay tuned because she will be back on again. She did promise. And you know Kimono. You cannot promise her something and not give it to her. So till next week, happy pony hunting. Good night.